0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. (laughs) I got nervous. Hello, everyone. Welcome to... How
1: how did you get nervous?
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've only done this a hundred plus times Literally Um, Welcome again everyone to another edition of your favorite podcast The GYST Podcast Also known as
2: Get Your Shit Shit. Together Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls in a world Surrounded by Not knowing what to do (laughs) Three people have gotten together to discuss how to get your shit together.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Thank you for that wonderful intro. Who who
1: who is that? That's like that's like that's like the guy that gets paid millions of dollars to intro movies. Hey, I'm I'm available for hiring. Studios, please email <laughs> for g- voice work.
0: G- email Glenn at gystpodcast.com.
1: Glenn does all the voice work for uh, uh, podcast movies. Autobots Please. roll out. Boylesque. So, welcome everyone. In the studio today, we have Glenn Rocks. That, that's me, yes. We have Kyle Reed. And me, Rohit Rohila. And me, Rohit right, Rohila. It's me, Mario. <laughs> this is going to be a good
0: one because this one talks about the differences between two phrases that you may or may not have heard of before, studio audience. A fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the differences between the two and our own interpretations and, and which ones tend to serve us and which ones tend not to.
1: Which ones tend to serve us and which ones tend to limit us? Yeah, that sounds better. That's no, that's just what I think in my head, and I'm that's more of um, statement and question at the same time. Is mm. that valid? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect.
0: So when we're talking about the differences between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, these are things that a fixed mindset would say. I don't know how. I tend to stick to what I know. If it ain't broke,
1: don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I've Glenn, said that a couple times. Glenn that. fucking perked right when he said <laughs> he had, that. He had his pen, get ready to write, and he stopped, and he looked up like... Fucking ruin it.
0: It's easy for them to do something like this because, you know, they were born that way. They're they inherited that way. They inherited the money. They they're rich. They're smart, whatever. Um, and the fixed mindset also tends to be very self-critical. Whereas a growth mindset, instead of saying, I don't know, they'll say, I'll learn. Instead of saying, stick with what I know. They're eager to take on risks. Instead of if it ain't broke, instead of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, they say, how can we improve this? Instead of, it's easy for them because they were born this way. The growth mindset is going to be like, how did they do it? How do I duplicate that? How do I learn how to do it? And instead of being self-critical, they're self-compassionate. Hmm. And so the the real differences between the two, and I talk about this especially um, at, at seminars. When people come in, everyone's got their glass full, right? Of all the information, all the programs that you've learned, all the different things. A fixed mindset person will be like, okay, here's my glass. It's empty. You tell me why I should empty it for you. You know, what, what can you teach me? Whereas a growth mindset person is just regardless of what seminar they're at, regardless of what meeting or who they're talking to, is going to take that cup Empty it and then put it on the table and be like, I'm ready to learn. And so with that, I mean, I I know I kind of left it generic, but this is this is one where one mindset is going to help you grow. That's a hint. (laughs) The no, the other mindset is going to limit you. And it's that fixed mindset that's really limiting People tend not to take on challenges. They tend to avoid risks. Um, they tend to say, I don't know how to do this or I've always wanted to do this or I wish I could do this. Whereas a growth mindset is going to be completely different. And it one of the topics that, that I really liked that we presented in the past was brains versus brawn. Oh, yeah. And the reason why that was impactful for me is, and I don't know about you guys, Kyle, you probably have had more of this happen to you than than Glenn has because he's fairly new. But how many people have come up to you and said, wow, you do this podcast? It's heard all around the world. Man, I've always wanted to start a podcast. I just don't know how. Yeah. Right? And it's like, we we weren't born with it. No. It's not like little Kyle popped out of his mom. And said, hey, mommy, I want a microphone so I can start a podcast.
1: Podcast didn't exist back then.
0: Right? But but I mean, like, we, even in the earlier episodes, we improved. After recording every single one, we said, okay, that was a good episode. How can we do it better? Mm-hmm. How can we do it better? How do we learn this? How do we improve stuff?
1: We would be in here talking longer after an episode than the length of the episode.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Those early days? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you have to be, is when when i'm working with someone when i'm coaching them or or some of these new projects that i'm starting i tell people ahead of time i never want to hear i don't know how because that means you're a closed mindset you're a fixed mindset i want to i want to hear i don't know how let me go learn that's who i want to work with is the people who who recognize that because everything that we have in our lives it's not like we were born with that talent or that skill it's something that, that we proactively learned how to do, and found enjoyment in it and continue to grow and prosper. And I think by people saying, I don't know how, or people saying it's easy for them because they inherited it or they were born that way, is a disservice to the people who are out there hustling every single day to learn how to do this stuff. Lately, I've been growing my Instagram channel a lot. I didn't know how to. You know what I did? YouTube. Pinterest it. Pinterest: How to grow an Instagram channel. YouTube: How to grow an Instagram channel. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it every day. Follow those kinds of people. You've sent me stuff on his the oh, yeah, the, the ninety cent no
1: the two dollar oh the thing Instagram it was yeah it was like a dollar something it was a specific $1. number. eighty yeah it was a specific yeah. number and it was like strategy to grow it or whatever it was. And I, and I
0: read the whole thing and I learned from it. And now, because I've been practicing this kind of stuff, I've been able to grow. But had I gone in with the fixed mindset of, you know what? I don't know Instagram. Like, it, it's just, why do I want to build a business where people are just sharing pictures of their food? But I am betting a lot of my marketing dollars on Instagram over LinkedIn and Facebook and some of the other traditional ways out there. So with that, I mean, you guys, I've known you guys for several years. You guys have really come a long way in shifting from a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Because I think it's important for us to let the audience know as well. It's not like you wake up one day and you be like, you know what? I think I'm going to have a growth mindset. It's not until you start seeing the differences in people and you start challenging your own beliefs that you start making that shift. Did you
1: read what I wrote down? No, did you write that? I no. literally wrote reinforced beliefs versus challenge beliefs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy, I'm done. <laughs>
1: Perfect. No, don't apologize. I'm like, are we right here? Are yes, we right here? Because we are in growth mindset. You got damn right. That's good. I, you, you offer perspective I hadn't really thought of, and that's why I wrote them down. As one is self-compassionate and one is self-critical. I find myself at times to be very self-critical, critical critical of myself, but also others. I know that as well. People closest to me because. um, I think in relationships, you will have a tendency to share things with people you are closer with, you wouldn't share with people who you're not very close with for fear of damaging that relationship. Right. Once you've got both got skin in the game in a relationship, whatever status that relationship is, family, especially. You'll share things and say things that you won't with people that are new to your life, um, and you can be very critical. So I, I, that was one thing that that I wrote down because I I know that I can be critical of myself and others, um, and I want to learn to be more self compassionate. I hadn't thought of that at all in a growth mindset uh, discussion, if you will. I, I hadn't I hadn't thought that. Being self-compassionate is akin to having a growth mindset. I had equated it to, like we discussed earlier, server's limit and open versus closed. And what I had just wrote down, literally like set my pen down just before you were saying (laughs) it, as you were on that thought process was a fixed mindset. Seems like to me, it'd be something that would reinforce beliefs that are Mm pre-existing, versus a growth mindset is Challenging those beliefs, or allowing them to be challenged, being being in a place where you're not threatened by someone challenging your beliefs, or something challenging your beliefs. Uh, Being in a place where you're 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 open to it. If that makes sense, that makes sense. Glenn makes sense to me a little
2: bit. I think so.
1: (laughs) Um. So yeah, I, th- I think another thing for me that would be challenging. So you had mentioned people who have a fixed mindset will say, I don't know how.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People who have a growth mindset will say something like, well, how do I? They'll ask a question because they want to learn. They're open to learning and, and figuring it out. I think one of the challenges with potentially helping listeners, friends, family, that our fixed mindset become growth mindset is also being compassionate. I want to run a 5k, but I don't know how you just run. You haven't even tried. You didn't know how to walk before you walked and you can walk now. Why is it so hard for you to run a 5k? Instead of that. Yeah. <laughs> which is not right, <laughs> right? I, oh, I don't think it's right. Wrong or a different, whatever it is. I don't believe it's going to help someone that's in a fixed mindset because it's reinforcing them that 5K is hard, it's scary, and someone's going to yell at you.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a – wow. That really struck with me what you just said <clears throat> because if if you do have that, you're already subconsciously telling the person it's very
1: difficult to do. Yeah. Wow. So so I I think that we need to be careful. Not nah, we don't need to be careful, but at the same time, maybe acknowledge it. Acknowledge that the person that you're having a discussion with is in this state of mind. And trying to push them is not going to help them. You'd mentioned you wanted to walk, right? Right. Glenn, you fucking walk every day. Why can't you walk after work? That's not going to motivate you to do it, in your head you're thinking, no, it's cold outside, my knees hurt, I need to do it, but it just hurts, and my house is warm, and I love video games, and Kyle's an asshole. I found a way around that. Didn't I, Rohit? I actually sent him a video the other day
2: because I couldn't make the uh, the, the walk uh-huh. time that we had set. I moved my exercise bike in front of my TV, <laughs> I had no excuse.
1: That's what I'm talking about, man. So, that's fucking awesome. And then I watched an entire movie while you walked, while I rode my bike. Or yeah, the exercise, the stationary bike. Yeah, yeah that's right.
2: right. Yeah, yeah. So that that worked. I, I actually made it a lot longer on that thing than I thought I could. So that's fucking awesome. I, I figured, you know, I'll do a half hour, and I just kept going because I didn't want to get up. so your laziness is what kept you going my laziness (laughs) oddly enough oddly enough laziness in the exercise I'm already sitting this is actually kind of cool I'm watching a movie that's awesome and I don't want to take the effort to get up and move into my recliner where your butt cheeks are (laughs) afterwards oh you have no idea they don't make
1: those chairs very comfortable to sit in yeah when I go Mm. on a long bike ride I can't sit down Mm mm-mm Unless, especially early in the season, like if I've gone for a few bike rides, I get used to it, it's fine. But after my first long bike ride, I felt like I just got out of prison, mm. and I was spent my afternoon picking up cigarette butts. I understand the reference. Just bending over. What about prison, though? Mm. I'm picking up the soap in the shower. Maybe you should commit a crime and go find <laughs> out. Tell me how that goes for you. I don't think they have Indian gangs in prison. You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, anyway, that's what I'm kind of thinking, you know, because I want to I believe that I have a lot of aspects of a growth mindset, but I also know that I don't have all the aspects of a growth mindset and I want to continue to grow those things. And I think the self-compassionate versus self-critical is is one I I really want to um, continue to work on. But not just for myself as well as for others around me to to not necessarily persuade, but to continue to, to drive people in my life also to to having a growth mindset, to challenge their own beliefs into accomplish things that they haven't accomplished.
0: Well, one of the things that I want to talk about in, in just helping people identify with with either um, in everyday life is think of racism. Mm. Right, a, a fixed mindset is I don't like X Because I just don't like them Or, or whatever the case is mm-hmm. But with a growth mindset you're, you're not thinking that way You're not limiting yourself um, and, and it works the other way too I don't want people just thinking like It's, it's only the negative people who, who have this Take a look at the rich versus the poor You know it, it goes both ways How many people who are really successful Will judge people who are not as successful Oh, it's because they're lazy. Oh, it's because they're not determined. It's because you know they don't want to put in the extra effort. Where the case is, the way you start, as soon as you start thinking about that, classifying certain people in a certain way, that's a that's a fixed mindset. So everyone could do it, even the successful people, even the non-successful people. And I I think one of for me one of the greatest ways to summarize this is. Which one do you rather believe? My abilities determine my life or my attitude and effort determine my life?
2: Yeah, I'd say a, it's kind of both in that you case. You got to pick one. Who says you got to pick one?
0: Well, what's that telling you right there on which you
2: are then? Right now, I'm, you know, the way I'm looking at it, that's kind of growth oriented right there. Why am I limiting myself? Who says I have to choose just one? Why can't I choose both? I'm going to choose both.
1: I'm going to improve on myself. Not in in, in same thing. So just for, um, I don't think there's a right or wrong here necessarily just for the sake of argument. But I believe different. I wrote down 100% attitude and effort because... I don't think that the skill set matters. I, I I think to an extent, it does. I'm not going to be an NBA player tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? I realize that. But I'm taller than Isaiah Thomas, so I could be, right? Yeah. If I had a lethal jumper. And we were kind of discussing this topic. During I may not be able to slash to the lane like he does, but I could figure it out, right? So I think that maybe yeah maybe uh, would you say skill set or what, what was the word so my abilities, abilities abilities determine my life and my
0: attitude and effort determine my
1: life no they don't they don't absolutely not I don't think abilities determine your life at all I think your attitude and effort um,
0: and that's the difference the the closed mindset is my abilities determine my life so it's what is my current skill set mm. whereas my attitude and effort is a growth mindset because it's how can, I, how can I extend past my, my current way of thinking, my, my current situation? What, what mm-hmm. books do I need to read? What, who do I need to network with? How do I move beyond? Mm-hmm. And, and if you guys think about your journal prompts, um, mm-hmm. I didn't even think about this at the time, but there were follow-up questions within each journal prompt. You know, why do you feel this way? Who is someone you could reach out to to help you? What are, what are five things that you could do to, to help you move over there? Without even realizing it, I was helping. That was gearing towards a, a growth mindset.
1: Because asking more
0: questions. Yeah, on how you can extend yourself. Hmm. I think that's what it comes down to is how can you extend yourself versus how, how are if you, you limited? Have, if you don't have this ability, where can you find it? You know, How do you feel about rules? Some people say rules are limiting mm-hmm. and some people say rules are, are empowering because now you know what you can't do. So so some people would be like, "Okay, I can't do these things. Why my why can't I do these things?" The other group is saying, "Okay, I can't do these things, but I can do everything else." You know? So one is growth, the the ones who look at the rules as as guidelines and one is fixed, the people who look at the rules as
1: um detractors negatives restrictors or oh, restrictors yeah okay that makes sense and and then on on that too same thing is i think that you could you could look at the rules and question them as a sense to say you know kind of instead of instead of can i or or something like that why can't i yeah you know or I can't why can't I yeah so I think in in a certain uh, sort of way of looking at it it can be positive I would say um, one of the things I wrote down was you when you said ability abilities that you, you, you your results are dictated by your abilities or your attitude versus your effort um, Ability is something I question every single time, every single time I run a marathon is what I was going to say, but I've ran like three or four. So it's not like I ran a hundred of them, but whenever I want to quit, whenever I want to give up, whenever I'm complaining that my feet hurt and my legs hurt and it's hot and I'm sweating and I'm cramping and my IT band is sore. Or or just real quick, are you talking about mid race or prepping? While I'm running. So prepping, running, you know, whatever, Um, but usually during a race. Uh, this, this happens. I remind myself that God gave me the ability to run. So if I don't use it, I'm wasting it. And I think morbidly about people who um, can't walk, who don't have the, this ability. And if I don't use it, I'm wasting it. So who, who am I to waste this God given ability? You don't believe in God. Choose your power. That's something I think I question myself. Now, I have the ability, but that doesn't dictate my results. Because if I didn't have that attitude, I would never accomplish it. Just like 99% of Americans, because did you know that less than 1% of Americans run a marathon? So it's not the ability at all. It's the attitude and the effort. Because if I didn't ask myself those things, I'd probably stop. That may not work for everybody, but it works for me. And I would never do another one because they're fucking painful, man. I'm not an I'm not an elite runner or anything like that, so I don't just breeze through these things. These motherfuckers is challenging. <laughs> but yeah, that's I think that's what I would say is maybe question your abilities,
0: Glenn. What is something that you realized was a limitation in your life that you proactively learned how to do or proactively like overcame or
2: well, several things in, in the workplace. I didn't know how to use the Adobe software. Went out and learned how to use it. Went and straight into YouTube, started researching, how do I use Photoshop? What can I do with Photoshop?
0: And for the audience, real quick, um, so Glenn is a, uh, a Adobe
2: brand manager. Yes. Um, so my job is to help people see the value in the product, show them how to best sell it and what people are actually using it for, so I have to understand the products. I came into the job knowing jack shit about Adobe products other than hey, it makes PDFs and everyone calls it Photoshop. (laughs) 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 Photoshop was a verb to me, not an actual product. Hmm. Okay, that that picture of Kim Kardashian Photoshop. Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally it. Um, but as I started seeing the product more, I was like, okay, I need to learn how to use this at least so I can discuss it with a client. Um, and I didn't, I didn't even hesitate. I didn't ask myself, uh, I can't. Why can't I do this? It was more, okay. How am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to get this information? We didn't really have any specialists I could talk to. You were the specialist. I was the specialist. so (laughs) I had to become the the, the specialist. I had to get my own knowledge set. And uh, I have a pretty good ability at learning things quickly. So Mm I went straight to YouTube. Started learning how to uh, do basic things with Photoshop, InDesign, Dreamweaver. And I just kept expanding on different Adobe products that we
1: offer. Do you think you would use that knowledge to create images for podcasts oh. one day? Oh gosh, I think I already am. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Is that something you would ever consider? Hell no, or probably. Yeah, not. yeah I mean,
2: so you
1: you did it. So I would say, I mean, this is an extreme example, but you almost did it out of survival. That may sound dramatic and extreme, but in order to job do your survival, job, yeah. in order to do your job, you had to figure this out, or do your job well anyway, right? <laughs> And you know, we can get into
2: beliefs and jobs and how you can be more successful in them. It, it, that can be a whole different topic. But oh yeah, absolutely. I believe you have to believe in the product before you can sell it. Makes sense. If you can't, if you can't believe in it, you can't sell it. So I had to learn how to believe in the product.
1: Unless you're just a bullshitter. Yeah. Well, even even bullshitters but can not get man, so far. If You're a man of integrity. You got to believe in it to sell it. <laughs> I mean that's that's the way I look at
2: used car salesmen. They're they're really good bullshitters, but they only last in one place for so long. You'll never see a used car salesman in the same place for more than two years. Yes, yeah, because he's bullshitted his way through. Literally, not gotten any repeat business. Right, exactly. So that's that's the thing. I've, there are places in my life where I know I'm still fixed, mm-hmm. but I'm working to expand that. Hmm. Um. And there are places where I'm definitely growth-oriented. I'm looking at how to
1: expand my use of the Adobe products. How can we – you said something just a second ago. There's places in your life where you know that you still have a fixed mindset and others <laughs> where you, know you have a growth mindset. How can we identify those and how can we help our listeners identify instances where they are exercising a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and how can we address I that? can give you a few examples here. Um, okay.
2: I have this little thing called a uh, some some people call it a conscience. I call it a row hit. Wait, what? Every once in a while, not I'll everybody be,
1: gets one of those.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, lucky <laughs> walking around. I'll be saying something, and he'll just go, "Glenn, really?" I'm like, you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be saying something like, uh, what, "What's my favorite saying?" Row hit. Are you um, when you ask me how the recently. day is. Oh, oh my God, this one. Oh. This one really annoys him, too. Yeah. How's so, the day, Glenn? <laughs> Can't complain yet. <laughs> yet?
0: really? <Right? laughs> he says stuff like this all the I time. I say it
2: like that, and it's, right. it's more out of habit than anything now. But. It's good, but, you know, it's still early. It was another thing that he <laughs> says. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's not too what, bad, but it's still early.
0: And then what do I say? Oh, it's fantastic so far, but it's still early. Oh no, no no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I was I, like, I, like I wait. Yes, what? He oh. went
0: into the glen so, world. So I'll say stuff like, "Oh, it's fantastic, but it's only improving." Hmm. Or something like that, you know? It's just it's just even though you don't mean it and you know it's a joke, your subconscious uh-huh. is like killing you.
2: Oh man. Yet I I always say yet. Yes. I like, mm. It, and it's more habit than anything. I think yeah, it can be a powerful tool but, in certain instances. Yes. And now now he's, he's really starting to get frustrated with me. I'm starting to catch on. <laughs> so I'm saying it less and less around him. Yeah. I'm still saying it and I'm catching myself saying it I'm like, no, not bad. Yeah. But I think that's a fantastic
0: uh, example of a fix versus a growth. Yeah. Recognize, like you have now recognized mm-hmm. that subconsciously it impacts your day. And now you're aware of it and and you're changing these things. Um, Kyle, to to address what you said earlier, how can we identify? I think anytime you have preconceived notions about something Mm. or if you walk into something with a certain expectation, that's a fixed mindset. Um, Movies are a perfect example. A lot of people go see a movie. Oh, you know, I mean, it was good. Not as good as I thought it would be or as I heard. you always
1: hear. Or better than I thought or… Yeah, because
0: yeah. you're going in with a, okay, it, this needs to meet a certain level of expectation. If it doesn't, then all of a sudden, you know, it, it goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a fantastic example that, that I that have seen in seminars is I could give the same seminar to two different people. And they could both love it, absolutely love it. One person goes in and you're like, How'd you like the seminar? They're like, oh, it was fantastic. Like everything you said is like just resonated with me. Like I do all those things. So it was, yeah, that was phenomenal. The other person goes in and says, wow, like I'm floored right now. Like you said so many things that I've never thought about that that have disagreed with like the way that I've always done stuff. And now that I think about it and see that's it been holding me back, like it was really eye opening. Now, both are positive, like they both talked about how they loved it, but one's fixed because they were only listening for the things that agreed with their fundamental understanding and beliefs. Hmm. Whereas the other one walked in with those same beliefs, but challenged their beliefs and grew because of it. And so those are just a couple of examples of, you know, things that you don't even realize that you're doing subconsciously that's causing you to have a fixed mindset versus a a growth mindset.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, Sarah victory, who is uh, one of my, one of my former mentors was a mentor to Oprah. And while I was working with her, she told me Oprah studies and a a half hour of personal development every single day. As soon as she told me that this was um, early, early in my personal development career, that's when I made a promise to myself, well, I'm going to do an hour. And you guys have heard me talk about like I've watched YouTube videos for an hour or I read for an hour or listen to audio CDs for an hour. I'm involved in personal growth for an hour every day because if Oprah can do all that with a half hour, what can I do with an hour? That's huge. Growth versus fixed. Challenge yourself. Yeah. Don't just accept things for the way that they are.
1: Could that be also equated back to the rule thing? Uh I'm if you don't sure. focus too much on it. So you, you had mentioned one group of users will use the rules as a guideline for oh I can't do those things, oh, I can do all these things. Yeah. While one person will focus on things they can't do and wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. You when you mention expectations, we're gonna wrap here in just a few minutes, but I wrote down um, how it equates to customer service. you ever been in Nordstrom? Mm-hmm. Who do you expect when you go to Nordstrom? Overpriced clothing. A fantastic experience. I expect good customer service. Okay. And overpriced clothing, of course, evidently. Mm-hmm. I expect good customer service too, right? They have personal shoppers that they allow. Um, I expect to be greeted by most of the people that work there that I see because that happens usually. Um, and I expect generally short wait times. You've been to Costco. What do you expect when you go into Costco? Long lines. Long lines. You yeah. expect to be there for a long time. Mm-hmm. You also expect to spend a lot of money. I don't know that I've walked out of Costco in years and under a $100. Unless I just went there for a hot dog and a soda or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I expect to not be greeted by anyone other than the person at the door that's expecting me to show them my Costco card. Now, if I'm comparing the two, what makes that experience okay? If I go in there, I have to find everything myself. Probably one person is going to greet me since I walk in the door. Then I'm in this big 100,000 square foot warehouse. With a bunch of other people maneuvering an extra large shopping cart down aisles that three people are stacked in. What makes that experience okay? It's because I've shifted my expectation. Because I have a growth mindset. If I went into this expecting the same experience everywhere I go, I'm going to be either sadly disappointed or in some cases rather impressed. Impressed if you think of someplace in the middle, it's a target. I go to target. I expect to be greeted by a handful of people occasionally. Are you finally okay? Yeah. But I expect a fairly well merchandised, easy to navigate store. Not quite the same experience I get from Nordstrom's. Not at all what I'm going to get at Costco. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It was somewhere in the middle. And I and, And if I believe that that's what I need, Uh, to expect every single time I go somewhere, I will be disappointed at times. I will be impressed at times, but I think that's a fixed mindset. And I, and I think the fact that we have different experiences, we expect from Costco versus Nordstrom speaks to the ability to have a growth mindset. I believe that everyone has a Costco and everyone has a Nordstrom. You have different expectations of those two places. So I think if maybe you can tap into that and see that that's where you're allowing yourself to be open and you're allowing your expectations to be shifted um, based on what you're supposed to get out of something. Then maybe that's a way that we can look at how to have a growth mindset or an open mindset, if you will. Um, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I
0: I like it. Because um, what you're saying, what's what's important there is flexibility.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think that's what, what a growth mindset is <clears throat> all about is flexibility. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a that's a great
1: analogy. Awesome, I like that flexibility. Write that down. Well, folks, that was good. You got anything?
2: In a world when it's time for <laughs> Kyle's two-minute takeaway, Kyle Reed steps forward and becomes the man you all want him to be. Time for the two-minute takeaway. Away, away, away,
1: away. away. Sorry, Amit. No, that was good. (laughs) That was fucking awesome. I didn't expect that. I just wanted to make sure he loves this stuff. He tells us
0: like that was so stupid. Like you guys embarrassed me and stuff like that. But he loves it.
1: It is kind of awkward and embarrassing sometimes Mm -hmm. because I don't know when you're gonna do it or if you're gonna do it. Uh So I'm like. Uh, you can do it or not. You got to just go forward. What's going on here? You guys going to recognize me or not? Yeah. Well, you don't have to. It was your idea to do it. <laughs> anyway, sucker. Yeah. Recognize me, motherfucker. I'm just kidding. So today's episode was all about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and not necessarily discussing right or wrong, but more or less why Rohit is having such a hard time right now with that little mint box that he's dealing with.
2: <laughs> the
0: struggle yes. is real. Yeah. Okay,
1: Rohit, that's we're going to take that away because
2: it's addicting to you already. Yeah. You've gone through almost a whole package in one episode. So no joke.
1: It's slightly distracting.
0: Um, my, on my website, com, probably number one top um, article that I've ever written is about my breath mint addiction. Like, it gets tons of, like, feedback, comments, like, likes. Like, that's it. That's awesome. Hopelessly
2: addicted. So. Take
1: that being said, we discuss a few things on the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset, how you can identify the two and how you can more move towards challenging your beliefs in leading yourself into a growth mindset, as well as how can you challenge others beliefs without pushing them back into that fixed mindset corner where all they want to do is reinforce their beliefs. I think that that rings true with things that they want to accomplish. I think that it rings true in especially in today's uh, very divisive world with politics. If people had a a more growth or open mindset, I think that we'd be able to have far more constructive discussions about things. And how can we get ourselves there and how can we get everyone else there? So with that being said. Thanks again for listening, y'all. We really appreciate your listenership, your loyalty. Um, by now, do we have every single state? Well, we still we nope. still struggling with Wyoming. Wyoming.
0: What's up? Still struggling. Like with Wyoming? seriously,
1: we m- Nigeria. Bobby Brooks has more. Yeah, I'm gonna call you. I'm I'm, I'm holler at you tomorrow, Bobby. We need to get Wyoming. So anyway, get your shit together gysdpodcast.com. Hit us up on the website, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. The YouTube channel is banging. We've been slacking the past couple of weeks, though, so, because we've had some camera difficulties, so we haven't recorded recent videos. But hit us up on YouTube. Leave some comments, some likes, share it, save it, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, with that being said, thanks again. Tune in next week to the fantastic episode of your favorite podcast, the GYSD Podcast.
0: Hi. Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your th- together.